listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Zachary. Hey, Catherine. Good morning. Good morning. So, we're nearing a U.S. election, as we all know, and it's got me feeling patriotic. How about you? Very, yeah. Real patriotic, right? Mm-hmm. Can't Zach stop. and I are actually about to vote today. It's very exciting times. So, it got me thinking about our country and how and how great it is, <laughs> and um, and there's. An interesting part of our country's history that I would like to learn more about. Well, don't leave me hanging, sister. What is it? So, a lot of us have learned in depth about the founding of our nation from Hamilton recently, right? true. So, we know all about, basically, Revolutionary War on. Mm -hmm. But what I want to know about is the Declaration of Independence. Oh, okay. Cool. Hamilton kind of starts after that, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Beats me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't see the background of Thomas Jefferson writing it, what went into it, what the arguments were, things like that. So I'd like to know how how it went down, you know? Okay. So I'd like you to write a three-hour-long musical, rap musical, about the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> That's fine with me. I'm just kidding. Can it skew a little more R&B, though? Oh, sure. Okay, good. Yeah, that's more your style? Yeah, it's just that's kind of what I think in, so yeah. Great, great, That'll be easier. No, I feel you. Okay, well, awesome. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Okay, find out about the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to. All right. How did it go? First, I just want to say the Constitution is a very confusing document. Um, You you got caught up in the Constitution at some point? No, I'm just kidding. Declaration of Independence. Oh. (laughs) I was like, oh no, this went off the rails. (laughs) Okay. Um, It it went great. I'm actually... So I was really... You know me. This is not a topic that I enjoy spending time with. Well, you know what? You're, You're confusing because... I get it. I can totally see how how this would be, however you want to say it, intimidating to you, just maybe sound boring to you or frustrating or something. But also, you love history, so sometimes I I don't know when I if I posit these things, I don't necessarily know which way they're going to go. Sometimes you could have been super jazzed about this. Or not as jazzed, and apparently you were not as jazzed. But <laughs> but what happened once you studied it? Uh, it it was just a lot clearer than I was expecting it to be. You know, clearer. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to nail down what it is that made me not excited. You know, to mm-hmm. study this. Um, because you're right. I do love history, and I think I don't like. Um, the like political part of history, and I get it. This isn't politics as we would call politics today. Like this mm-hmm. is the founding of our country. It's it's very you know it's easy to get behind and to get excited about and to you know find all of the interesting stuff that there is to learn. Uh, but I think I just lean towards more when I like history. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm 
Yeah. I, I don't have a fully formed thought about it. But I anyway, I really enjoyed reading about this. And it's all stuff that I've learned before. Mm-hmm. But it's been years since I've actually read some of the things that were similar to what I was reading today. You know, actually teaching about what happened sure. at the mm-hmm. time. Um, cool. Yeah. So I, w- what I decided to do was the most basic – and by basic, I mean digestible version of – what is the Declaration of Independence and how did it come to be? Perfect. Because that's another thing with, with topics like like this, or not even like this, but just some topics when I hear them, I'm like, that's going to be so hard to yeah to read about and condense into a thirty second or sorry thirty minute conversation that exactly. is going to make any sense. And I have to write the story based off of what I'm researching and everything, you know. So that can seem like a challenge at times, but I think I did a pretty good job, if I do say so myself. Good. Oh, I'm so happy. So, if you don't know, mm-hmm. the Declaration of Independence came about when the 13 colonies came together to... Declare their independence. Yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> I, you know, I'm looking at my notes here, and they're typed, mm-hmm. and it said, deliver their independence, and I got hung up. I was like, no, they weren't delivering it. What word did I mean to type? <laughs> exactly. The 13 colonies came together to declare their independence from England. Mm-hmm. So, how did we get there? Yeah, how did we get there? The colonies are under rule of King George, who mm. is the king of England. And we've seen Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He's not a good guy. Yeah, we know who he is. He's a real goofball. Yeah, he's very silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he was in debt, and he wanted the colonies to pay him for England's aid in the French-Indian War. Okay. The colonies were like, we're not paying you. Like, no, we're not paying you back. Like, we didn't. I don't know if they didn't ask for this aid or if mm. this aid was just like... Also, it's kind of weird to we're, be like, we're your own country. Exactly. We're, yeah, we're ruled by you. I was going to say, yeah, so. pay me back when it's like, we are you. What are you even talking about? Right. That's it. See, we found it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they didn't want to pay him for this aid. Mm-hmm. So he started to tax the colonies really hard on everything. Mm. He introduced new taxes on... Uh, it was called the stamp tax which is not a postage stamp, but was the uh, the name of the tax that they put on paper. Oh. And the colonies were getting all of their paper from England. Then he put new taxes on everything. Paint, glass, lead, all of this stuff coming tea, over. Tea, huh? Of course, tea. Uh, and at first, the colonists just wanted equal treatment that the Brits were getting mm-hmm. under the same ruler. Yeah. Fair enough, right? Right, of course. And then there were people like John Adams who pretty much from the start wanted to be independent of England and he was seen as a radical. Oh, interesting. So then in 1768, King George sent a thousand soldiers to the colonies to try to get people to pay up. And Ooh, he sent soldiers to get them to pay? Yeah. That's amazing. So he was serious. And a thousand soldiers, I mean, at this time, there weren't many people living in the 13 colonies. So yeah, that doesn't right. sound like a big number now, but back then, That's I mean, a lot. I should have looked up how many people were in the colonies in 1768, but I would imagine it couldn't have been more than a couple tens of thousands, yeah. you know? Even still, if someone sent a thousand soldiers somewhere today, I would still be like, whoa, chill. They mean business. Yeah. So uh, that kind of led to eventually a shootout in Boston where uh, the army... The British Army, the soldiers, mm-hmm. uh, got into a shootout with a group in Boston, ended up killing five people. 
tensions rose, mm. which is to say there's about a six-year gap here that I don't know how to fill. Okay. Until tensions se- <laughs> rose is a good way to fill it. Right. Mm-hmm. Until 1773. And this was several years after he had uh, – King George had imposed a new tax on tea. Right. And again, okay. these new taxes – taxes are necessary, but he's taxing the people in the colonies – much more severely than he's taxing the people in England. Mm. That's not fair. No. So they have these new taxes, and the colonists are fed up. King George gives control of the tea trade to the East India Company, who was even stricter in the taxing taxing, Mm. and made it more expensive. This fired up everybody in, in the colonies until one night when a group of Bostonians... I don't know why they did this. I'm assuming it was just symbolic. I don't think they were trying to fool anybody. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, this group of Bostonians dressed up as Native Americans Mm. and raided the ships in Boston Harbor and destroyed an estimated 92,000 pounds of tea. Wow. Like 320 crates of tea or something like that. That's a lot of tea. This was the Boston Tea Party. And this, of course, yes, was Mm -hmm. the Boston Tea Party. King George is furious. He closed the Boston Harbor, and after that, he hardens his stance even more. Mm. If he was already becoming an enemy of the colonies, even more so at this point. Mm -hmm. By 1776, the big year. Yeah, I've heard of that one. The real big year. Mm -hmm. Most people were now in favor of independence. Mm. Because like we said before, most people in the colonies were just seeking fair treatment. They didn't necessarily want to be independent of England. They just wanted to be treated as the people in England were. Mm-hmm. Isn't um, it interesting how that happens in history? Someone is seen as a radical for wanting something to happen, and then a few years later, it's the mainstream mm-hmm. opinion. That's just how things go. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. So in March of that year, this is now 1776, the mm-hmm. big year. Big one. In March, colonies began voting um, among leaders, I assume. I don't understand that they were holding like elections of all of the citizens, mm. um, but they began voting to become independent. So I, I want to say the first was South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and then states just started to, well, colonies started to right. fall in order after that until June. So this this continued. Other states were voting until uh, all 13 colonies attended the Continental Congress in Philly Mm -hmm. in June. And although at that point it wasn't a unanimous decision to fight for their independence, uh, they did assign five men to write a draft, to write up a document that would put forth the idea of them being independent from England. Mm -hmm. And at that same meeting, they created the Continental Army, naming George Washington as the leader of Mm -hmm. that army. Okay. So this five-man committee that they put forth was made up of Thomas Jefferson, mm-hmm. uh, who was from the South. He's from Virginia. Right. Ben Franklin and Robert R. Livingston, who were both from Central Colonies, Franklin from Pennsylvania and Livingston from New York, okay. and then John Adams and Roger Sherman, who I've never heard of. Um, yeah. Anyway. He, I never heard of Livingston either, I'm it, thinking. I, I don't know anything about Livingston, but that name at least looks familiar to me. I've certainly never heard of Roger Sherman. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, those two, Adams and Sherman, were from New England. So okay. it was a pretty well-represented group of five okay. that mm-hmm. they put together. And apparently the four other men thought that Jefferson, who was 33 years old at the time, 
apparently they thought he was the strongest writer because they all like, got named to this to five-man committee, but they were like, you write it, man. Like, Wow. None of like they really didn't want any part in yeah. writing it. That's crazy because Ben Franklin was a great writer and wrote a ton. So it, it's saying something if he also thought that Jefferson was a better writer. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Jefferson wanted Franklin to do it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Um, but it it kind of it kind of got dumped onto Jefferson. I get it. I don't like group projects either. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'll take he's like, it. Oh, Back to I my dorm. To do I'll do it myself. We yeah. can all put our name on it. And then we're going to get an A because I did all the work. <laughs> he spent uh, <laughs> the next 17 days composing the document. 17 days? Yeah. That's not a lot of days. No, it's not at all. Uh, it's a short document, though, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, yeah, you're right. Now that I think of it, 17 days to write that. Yeah. What was he well, doing? he had to edit. Smoking pot, playing video games? I doubt it. You know how dorm rooms can be. It's true. Uh, he. So then he he writes the document. He emails it to the four other guys. <laughs> sure. They uh, they have a few little changes. I think it's really Adams and Franklin again, mm-hmm. Livingston and Sherman. They what were the like, heck no they one's going to hear of us. We're <laughs> not putting in any effort. Uh, they had only minor changes, like like small stuff that doesn't even make history. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he makes those two changes until. The Second Continental Congress reconvened on July 1st, 1776. Ooh, we're getting close. We're getting close to the day. We're basically there. Uh-huh. Uh, so Jefferson brings forth a document, which was originally titled A Declaration by the Representatives of the United States of America in General Congress Assembly. Oh, boy. Yeah, someone, some branding expert was like, we need to streamline this. No one is going to remember that title. It needs to be quippy. And then they came up with the right one. It's true. So he brings this document, and they were like, dang, buddy, easy on the title. We're trying to conserve <laughs> ink. And then they they start to go through the document. They're pouring over it. The biggest difference uh, that came out of this Continental Congress, mm-hmm. all you know, coming together to finalize the document, the biggest difference really was that they cut about 20% of it. Oh. Otherwise, it essentially remained all of Jefferson's words. Mm-hmm. And what this document did was yeah. assert the colonists' right to their own government. Okay. So I saw it broken down into three parts. And I, we were talking about this. I watched kids' videos mm-hmm. because they really make it clear and they yeah. tell you the facts of what you need to know, which is great for this format. Of course, there's more to learn about this. And I'm sure there are right. 30 books that are all about the forming 30. of the Deca- Declaration of I'm Independence. I'm sure there's 4,000 You're books. absolutely right. <laughs> uh, but this one video broke it down into three parts, which I thought... Made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the first part they called We Hold. And okay. this is the, just, you know, the first part of the document that uh, states all of the, the beliefs of the colonists. So okay. we hold these truths to be self-evident. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Goes on from there. They call that the We Hold section. Next, they have the He Did section. And okay. this, if I may is the airing of grievances. I was going to say, this sounds yeah. a bit accusatory. <laughs> against King George. Yeah. So this is where they lay out all of the crimes that he has committed against the colonists. Ooh. Pretty lengthy paragraph. And then third, they have the we have section. Mm-hmm. And this is where they state all that they've done to attempt reconciliation with oh. King George mm-hmm. and with Britain. So they pretty much break it down simply Here's what we believe should be happening. Mm-hmm. Here's what he's doing to us. Here's what we have done to to try and make it try better, to solve kinda. these these problems. Mm-hmm. Right. And 
they finalize the document. They're like, this is great. This will do. Thank you, Tom. The Second Continental Congress officially signed the document on July 4th, 1776, a.k.a. Independence Day, a.k.a. the 4th of July, which is why we celebrate that every year. Mm -hmm. And upon signing, they were basically saying, we're no longer under British control. Mm -hmm. It's not us. It's you. Right. We are the United States of America now. Try and stop us. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's effectively what it was. Right. They They didn't get permission from anyone. They just said... We're our own thing now. Right, right. It's on you to it's on you to make us not our own thing because starting now we are our own country. I know, and it's a, it's interesting. Um, there was no agreement made with England, no. you know. Well, clearly not. Yeah, because <laughs> big war followed. Mm-hmm. But um, I always think it's interesting that um, you know, and I I don't know a ton about this in terms of other nations that have um. Uh, declare their independence or broken off from other countries, but um, that we celebrate our independence on the day that they signed that document as opposed to the last day of the Revolutionary War or something. Right. But I think that's appropriate because that was the day that the yeah. decision was made and that... And it um, is the day that this country was founded. Right. Exa- yeah. yeah. In essence, it is... That's when the the spirit of this nation began. Right. Uh, so, you said the war followed... The Revolutionary War had actually been going on for about a year at this point. Oh, technically, yeah. So I'm not exactly sure what, um, and this is very findoutable. I just mm-hmm. didn't look. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what is the beginning of the Revolutionary War, but it did start in, I believe, February 1775. So it had it had started about a year earlier, mm-hmm. and. What followed after the signing of the Declaration of Independence was seven more years, over seven years of Revolutionary War. I believe that wrapped up in September of 83. Okay. uh, Where, despite being outgunned and outmanned, Outmanned. (laughs) the Americans beat the British Army, Mm -hmm. the Redcoats, sent them home crying, Mm -hmm. said, this is our country now. Yep. And... uh, that's that. That's yeah. the story of the Declaration of Independence. Cool. Isn't it fascinating how... That went by um, quick. We're at 18 minutes and 38 seconds. It'll be less once we edit this. That's yeah. crazy. That was it? That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that not... No. I thought I did a pretty good job. You did a great job. I'm going to ask you some questions about it. Granted, though. if you know anything about the Declaration of Independence, listeners, you probably know everything yeah. that I just said. But to me... This was like a pretty nuts and bolts overview of what it is and how it came to be. And you know what I really like about it is even how just now when I was like, oh, they signed it and then the war happened. And you said, no, actually the war happened a little bit before it. It's always interesting to look back in history because I think when we learn about things, um, it's easy to picture them as very clean cut and orderly and this happened and then this happened and we don't necessarily think of it as organic Mm -hmm. the way that we experience it in life right like so many of the things we're experiencing right now when they're taught to kids in school 30 years from now they're going to sound very clean cut and very predictable and it makes sense and and that's just not how things work you know and so i i think it's really interesting um and it kind of illuminates how we should feel about our time to to think of that time in the same way to think of that time as people 
people are always the same, you know? People don't really know what they're doing. They're just trying their best. They're just coming up with ideas, and ideas gain favor over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and things don't happen uh, perfectly orderly yeah. all the time. They just kind of happen. And then when you look back, you're able to compartmentalize a bit and put everything in a way that makes sense. Put it sense. on a timeline and yeah. make it seem like it happened just in this very neat order. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's... I, I always think it's... A great idea and very cool to look back in history and try and really get a feel of what was it really like mm. um, as opposed to the textbook version, which is always so, you know, just in a, in a neat little box yeah. and usually comes from one perspective and that's it. Well, this was the textbook version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was a little bit, but... but but it was good. Like you said, we all think, like, I think I know about the Declaration of Independence, but everything you just said sounded new to me, or at least a refresher. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what you were going to say. And it's cool to picture and think about. Yeah. And to your earlier point, I now want to read a book about this, one of the 4,000 that are out there. Totally, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, so and now that I think back... I'm not sure if this would have been during the Hamilton timeline. I don't remember exactly what year Hamilton starts, but they but they don't cover it. Like, they don't go through... Jeff, Jefferson's not even in the first act, right? He only comes in in the second act, and so they're, they don't delve into this at all, if it, if it even starts before it was written. It's not, because uh, the first... The opening line of Hamilton is 1776, New York City. Remember? Oh, yeah. So that's exactly where it begins. Okay. Um, But I'm with you. I've seen Hamilton several times, but Mm -hmm. I don't have the timeline memorized. I just enjoy the show. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But... Uh, but I do know that the the very beginning is 1776, New York City. Mm -hmm. Pardon me. Are you right? You know, like, that's exactly how it starts. Um, But then, of course, they have the songs in there about... I think it's that first song, maybe. I don't know, the second song where he's in the bar with the guys and he's talking about King George is taxing them relentlessly and everything. So it it is very relevant to this story, but I don't think uh, Hamilton factors into the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, he doesn't sound like he was um, in that group of dudes. I don't think so. Now i got to look it up. Yeah, he did not sign the Declaration of Independence, Alexander Hamilton. Do you have any other questions? Can you read the first mm, paragraph or sentence? I forget if it's one sentence or more. Yeah, sure. Okay, sorry. What did you? What exactly did you want me to read? Just start at the top and stop when you know you feel it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In Congress, July fourth, seventeen seventy six, the unanimous Declaration of the Thirteen United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Okay, so that was just a little preamble saying, preamble. Like, exactly. we are going to tell you now, we are ready to break off from these guys, and this is why. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, 
that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just power from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government. Cool. Saying, you guys are oppressing us. Yeah. We have the right to form our own new government, Mm -hmm. that whenever any form of government... Oh, wait, I read that part. Uh, you get it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, it that was online. the part I wanted you to read. Okay, cool. Um, just basically the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Because, yeah. you know, maybe some people don't necessarily know that, that that's where that comes from. That's that. And it's cool mm-hmm. to know that. And yeah, like uh, Katie said, it's not extremely long. I mean, it's like... Isn't it one page? Oh, it, I mean, it's, it's a it gigantic is, page. Yes, the page. document is on one page, mm-hmm. um, but... Very small print on yes. a very large page. Yeah, um, yeah. It, um, but realistically, it's, I don't know, probably three pages of text yeah. on like a computer word cool. processor. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Nice. Fun facts? Yeah, those two fun facts. Okay. The first person to sign the Declaration of Independence, do you know? It was John Hancock, right? Correct. He was the president of the Second Continental Congress. Okay. So he signed it first and the biggest. Yes. If anyone has seen it, a picture of the Declaration of Independence, which we'll post, but his his signature is very noticeable. It's, it's huge. It's an impressive signature. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has great handwriting. Got some pictures in there. Got some what? Pictures. It's like, you know, he's got like a circle under it with lines. He has unnecessary embellishment oh, on his signature. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And it, also that's where the, if, if you've ever heard people, were you going to say this? No. <laughs> oh, obviously. If people say, put your John Hancock on that, that's what they're talking about. You betcha. Mm-hmm. 56 people in total signed with the final signature not hitting the page until August 2nd. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they were all white dudes, huh? Yes, they were. Yep. Uh, youngest signer. Who? Was another person I've never heard of. And it's 60 or 56 people, so I'm sure I haven't heard of most of them. Yeah. Uh, but this was a guy named Thomas Lynch Jr., who was 11 when he signed 11? It. No, I'm kidding. He was oh. 26. <laughs> I was going to say, what are they doing? I was questioning our entire founding. 26. That's he not... was 26. Yeah. There were uh, two people who were 26. He was the younger of the two. Sorry to the second youngest guy. No one cares. You've been dead for hundreds of years. <laughs> uh, the oldest signer was none other than Benjamin Franklin, uh-huh. who was 70 years old. Wow, he really? Yeah. He was that old. I know. It, it's weird to think of him being so much older than these other names that get thrown around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he to was think... 37 years older than Thomas Jefferson. That's pretty weird, right? Right. And he, I mean, I don't know how old he lived till, but he... He wasn't around for that that long after our nation was really founded, I guess. I think he's still alive, but... Oh, okay. I didn't realize that you're one of those Franklin conspiracy theorists. Yes. Uh, This is really cool. Mm. 200 copies were printed by a printer named John Dunlap on the evening of July 4th, 1776. 200 copies were made. And 26 are known to exist today. Wow. That is really cool. I know. I wonder where they are. I'm sure people know. I wonder where the 27th is. I wonder where all the rest of them are. There's got to be one more out there, right? What? I bet there's a bunch. They're all in attics. 200 of them were made. I'm... I bet there's a bunch. 26 could very easily be the only 26 on Earth. But there's 
got to no. be at least one more. There's definitely more. People don't even know what, what is in their attic. That's true. Yeah. we got to start knocking the backs off our picture frames, see if there's anything in there. True. We do. Tear them down. Okay. And finally, mm-hmm. John Adams. Mm-hmm. You've heard of him. I have. And Thomas Jefferson. You've heard of him. I have. Two of the men from the five-man committee both passed away just hours apart from each other. No. On July 4th. 1826, the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. They died on the same day? The same day. Yeah, on the 50th anniversary. Wow. I never heard that before, and that is really weird to me. Yeah, there's another one. I forget who. um, Another signer also died on the... On July 4th, I believe, 1831. Wow. A few years later. Interesting. 55th anniversary. 55th anniversary. They hit all the milestones. Wow. Yeah. These guys lived for a long time. Well, remember, uh, Thomas Jefferson was 33 when he wrote it, so plus 50, 83. That seems pretty legit. Pretty old. Yeah, for the early 1800s. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Wow. All right, cool. So you liked it once you looked into it. Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> no, it's interesting, right? And now that you mention it, I mean, you maybe did yourself a disservice in the beginning making a joke about the Constitution because you know what I'm about to assign you next. Oh dear. <laughs> but it's it's cool to hear about it, um, about the Declaration of Independence because I don't think I mentioned this before, but this is not... I never studied it in law school. It doesn't have anything to do with law school, really. It's just a mm-hmm. fun document they wrote up and then declaring our independence. And, and like you said, it didn't necessarily do anything. I mean, it did something in that it made everyone say, okay, we're doing this for real. Right, but it's never. it doesn't afford anyone rights. It's no. never been ratified. It's right. never been amended. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so naturally... There is really no reason to study it in law school. Mm -hmm. But the Constitution, oh boy, do we study that a ton. I know. Um, You've got your handy pocket edition. I know. I love, that was my favorite class was constitutional law. So, but it's cool to see um, the beginnings of ideas that Mm -hmm. pop up in the Constitution um, in the Declaration of Independence as well. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the Constitution, you can see the Declaration of Independence on display at the National Museum of Archives, along with the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Wow, really? Yeah, and you can go to, uh, it wasn't called this at the time, but it's called Independence Hall, where they where the Second Constitutional Congress met mm-hmm. in Philadelphia and mm-hmm. uh, you know issued the five-man committee to write the Declaration and then subsequently signed the Declaration. You can go to that room in Independence Hall in Philadelphia and it looks the exact same as it did before. Wow. It's got these very old desks and the same tablecloths and candlesticks and all of that. So mm-hmm. have fun. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. See, it's it's good to know where our nation started. Mm-hmm. And you know what I really like about Hamilton, and is cool to think about this too, is that um, it's easy to think of our quote-unquote founding fathers as these stodgy old guys because that's what they look like now and that's what they maybe ended up being um i don't know if they ended up being stodgy but they ended up being old obviously they lived to be in their 80s as we just said lucky for them yeah but um but it's but that's not true as we as you said john adams was a radical like all of these were radical ideas um and 
and I think that's just another thing about when you when you really learn history and you learn it correctly and you try and get it from different sources and see what it was really like. Um, it's not like, oh yeah, everyone was on board with this. This was totally everyone's deal and no one thought it was a bad idea and everyone was super excited. Like, no, that's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. Things... People are opposed to change throughout most of history. That doesn't mean change is bad. It just means that sometimes it takes people a while to come around and things that were entirely uh, radical and anti-establishment can become the norm eventually. And I think it's just cool to keep that in mind. Well said. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Last thing before we go, I want to make sure that I give credit to uh, Homeschool Pop Freedom Factor and History Heroes on YouTube. Three videos that I watched and pulled some information from. And, uh, yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Sounds great. Cool. Well, now we're just feeling a little more patriotic. Absolutely. For the election. Buckle up. (laughs) Okay. We will. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.